Hello and welcome to a Brothers Creed movie review, where we talk about movies and we tell if they're good or not. <laughs> We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Jared, and I'm Ethan, and uh, I like that. We tell them whether they're good or not. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> today, On a scale from one to ten. <laughs> yeah, today uh, Jared and I will be uh, reviewing the latest Mission Impossible movie. It's called Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. So. It uh, it's good. It, it 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 comes in a long line of Mission Impossible movies, so it's uh, pretty good. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information, and that, my friends, is called. Integrity, that's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil, you're practice. All right, so Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. This is uh, Tom Cruise's latest escapade. Uh, on the heels of Top Gun Ma- uh, Maverick, which was an excellent movie, we didn't did we didn't review that one, did we? No, I don't think we did. No, we didn't. Oh, we should have. It was really good. We just had too many other ones to review. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually the the seventh movie, uh, Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. There was the the first Mission Impossible that came out in 1996. Yep. Mission Impossible Two came out in 2000, which was horrible, by the way. Shannon and I watched a bunch of them this week. Oh, and yeah. Two was absolutely horrible. <laughs> Mission Impossible Three came out in two thousand six. That one was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- I think that one was the one uh, with. Uh, let me see. With, That's the one where they introduced like the masks, wasn't it? E- well, the masks were in the first one. That was one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, yeah. Remember, like he, he was in the bathroom and he switched to Philip Seymour Hoffman. And remember, yeah, like yeah, it was that yeah. intense scene where his like voice box was. But back then, they had to, you'd say they said read this card, you know, uh, and they had to read the card. Yeah, to get the voice right. Yeah, so that one was uh, pretty good. The Mission Impossible Four was a 2011. That was Ghost Protocol. Yeah, that one was where like uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, who is the. Uh, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He was in it. That one was okay. I didn't like the two main ladies in that one. They were just meh. Uh, that was actually when Bad Robot took over. Uh, you know Bad Robot. They're the producers of uh, mm-hmm. Lost. Uh, yep. And so actually Josh Holloway, who's uh, Sawyer from Lost, is in that movie briefly at the beginning. Uh, that one was, it was okay. Uh, but 2000. 15 and mi5 that's where we really got like super like started well i feel like that one was really good uh rebecca ferguson we're introduced to her she's in this one she's uh lisa faust she's like the assassin uh well she's a in this in 2000 in uh, mission impossible 5 it's like that's when they discover the syndicate uh and there's that one bad guy you know uh, who's Solomon Lane. He was the bad guy that they're after the whole time. Yeah. And actually, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, she's like a uh, disavowed agent of the MI6, 
and she's kind of working for him, but she's not, and she actually saves Ethan Hunt at the beginning of the movie. So at the end of that movie, they catch Solomon Lane. Uh, and then, if you remember, in, two, in 2018, when they came out with MI6, this was the one with Henry Cavill. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is in it again. Uh, they actually introduced the, uh, that blonde lady that's in the MI7 uh, that's the arms dealer. That one was yep. really good. Probably one of the best ones. That uh, one was good. They did that like, he, oh, oh, if you remember MI5, that was the stunt they did on that one was when he, he was climbing like the, uh, oh, let's see. That was the one where he's, though the tower was the Burj Khalifa, that was MI4. And oh, MI5, yeah. he was on the side of that plane at the beginning. Remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. really cool. Hanging onto the plane as it was taken off. Yeah. And then I think at the end of that one, he was like held his breath for like, that was when he held his, held his breath for like six minutes when he was in that like underground thing, you know? Remember he had to dive yeah, down underwater and, and, and thing and like replace that chip? Uh, yep. That was pretty cool. Uh, actually, uh, one interesting note is there's kind of, he has his team, right? He has Luther, who's the black guy. Luther was actually from Mission Impossible 1. He was from the original. Uh, but Simon Pegg, was only introduced in, I think, Mission Impossible, th- uh, let me see, three is when Simon Pegg, he's Benji, uh, yeah. the British guy. Uh, that's when he came in to the picture. So those guys actually have been with him for quite a while. Uh, and then MI6, I was, I was going to say, uh, that's when they do the uh, Henry Cavill's in that one. Uh, that's when they, like, they recapture that Solomon guy. Uh, remember, he's in that, Remember the he's he's in that uh, truck and they like push him into the water and he holds his breath and they, like dive down and save him. Yep, that's kind of cool. Uh, and now Mission Impossible Seven is like a whole nother level and it's a whole new <laughs> bad guy, but with some of the same characters that we've that we've known uh, previously. Yeah. So that's the, that's the history of Mission Impossibles for you. And they do actually reference uh, back to the originals quite uh, some of the first ones uh, several times. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and this this movie even had a couple flashbacks all, all the way back to the beginning, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Not to not to give too much away. Yeah. So if you remember, uh, his Ethan Hunt's wife was murdered, uh, and that was kind of revealed in like episode I think it was episode five that that's revealed that his wife was murdered uh in episode four at the end of that episode he gets married kind of lives the civilian life but then uh, episode five that's where he kind of goes rogue with this whole syndicate thing and like he gets disavowed and they're after him and that was when uh it's like the CIA Alec Baldwin's for the CIA and the (laughs) what's their cheesy uh team name uh, what the it? IMF. IMF, yeah. Uh, what does this stand for? It's so cheesy. They they actually that, t- that was that was literally one of the one things of the jokes, that I said. Yeah. <laughs> one of the jokes is the Impossible Mission Force. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, you couldn't come up with a better name than that. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it was a, like this big build up. The IMF. What's that? The Impossible Mission Force. 
they actually say that in one of the movies. I don't know if it was one of the, this recent movie or one of the older ones. He was like, "What's IMF?" He's like, "International it's Monetary the, Fund." It's the one that we're. It's this most recent one. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, and no. it was like this big build up moment. And I was like, dude, that sounds like it's cheesy. Space Force. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or what was that? Uh, that like, remember those guys from South Park made that like Team America something like with those like puppet dolls that was like super cheesy. Yeah. Or it was like, it was kind of like an adult thing, but uh, it was like Team America Awesome or something like that. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> but uh, yeah. All right, well, so let's talk let's about this get into movie. Our yeah. Rankings. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into our rankings. So uh, you want to introduce the rankings, Ethan? Yeah. So we have uh, a couple different categories within the rankings. So first we talk about cinematography and then plot and storyline, then actors and acting. Then we go over whether it was a, if there was an agenda, left or right word agenda. We talk about if it's a career or a creed building movie, where whether it builds your personal creed, and we assign a number one to ten, ten being the best to all those categories, and then we average them up at the end. Yep. So for cinematography, uh, I gave the cinematography on this one a nine. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I also thought it was pretty good. Uh, I gave it an eight uh, just because I was kind of comparing it to John Wick. And I think like uh, it was good. I I thought it was great. Um, But it wasn't like visually stunning uh, like uh, I felt John Wick was. John Wick was the only one so far I gave it a 10 to. And I was like, man, this is like, visually a masterpiece uh but this one it was good i mean i felt like it it was uh yeah the the coolest part well i guess don't give it away i don't give it away but there's a i'll just give one little hint there's a the part where they're on this train and that's a really cool it's very visually stunning that's a really cool part so let's let's what about plot and storyline what do you think about that one, Ethan? Yeah, so for plot and story, I gave this one a six. A six? Okay. Yeah, for plot and story. I gave it a 7.5, a little bit lower as well. Okay. I feel like this I'm is not the... F- to, I'm interested to see what you think there. Yeah, I, I guess a non-spoiler, I feel like this isn't the first time this story has been told. Uh, so yes, it's kind agreed. of... I mean, it's cool that it's Mission Impossible, but it's been told before. Yeah, yeah. Right, what about acting uh, and talent? Acting and talent. Uh, I gave that one an eight. Same. I thought it was. I mean, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Legend. Yeah, I, I said same. Actually, I think that across the board is really good. Um, the, the the new gal that was introduced. Uh, her name is. Um, she's actually Grace. Uh, Grace. Yes, she's a. Uh, Haley Atwell, she's actually the one who plays uh, Miss Miss Car- like Agent Carter uh, in the Marvel series. Uh, I thought she oh, was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, agenda uh, for this one, I put neither left nor right, mm-hmm. but I did have kind of some some general government agenda kind of in there, but I didn't really feel like it was major left or right. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, 
I, I said none. I said neither left nor right. Uh, yeah. So, what about creed building? Uh, I gave this one a six for creed building. Interesting. I give this one an eight. I thought there was a a decent amount of uh, of, of goodness uh, in even more so than any of the other ones we've seen uh, in this one. Uh, that it, it almost like played them up a little bit more uh, than historically they have. So it's pretty good. It it did have some some underlying themes for sure. So yeah. So my total score was a 7.25. Mine's 7.8. All right. So we're same same ballpark. I was a little bit higher than you on this time. But I think they're, your, act, your plot and storyline really dragged you down on this one, though. <laughs> it wasn't my plot. Oh, the plot. You're, you're rating on a plot storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What's, your, okay. uh, what's, your, what's your quote quote about this movie that's going to be shared in uh, magazines across the world? Um... Well, let, let's see. So my quote, and I was trying to go back and, and um, really kind of incorporate I don't know, what I could remember from the other movies. I really should have gone back and uh, reviewed some of the um, some of the past movies like you did, mm-hmm. but I kind of went into it blind. But uh, my quote, well, let's let's hear your quote first. So, uh, as you know, some of my quotes can be pretty nasty, especially uh, <laughs> the last one. It was pretty nasty for uh, uh, for, for <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, but uh, this one was a thrilling spy movie with more heart than any previous Mission Impossible movie, and a villain that will leave you thinking about our future. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So mine, uh, I wanted to incorporate uh, something about Tom Cruise just because he's legend. Yep. So, and, and a little bit of the, the, the background. So mine was Tom Cruise running, kicking, and fighting for his family. <laughs> slash, slash friends. Yeah. That's, hey, that's accurate, man. Because, because he's basically running the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. He is. He runs in a lot of his movies. To be all those movies. Yeah, yeah, he does. Cool. Yeah, I like yours. I like the the future part of it, and I'm sure we'll get into that too. But yeah, overall, so would you overall recommend watching? Recommend seeing? I would. Yeah. I mean, these types of movies. I mean, this is kind of like they get to the point where it's like the Fast and Furious movies. It's like if there's another one, I'm just gonna watch it just because it is what it is. Um, yeah, so I think it's actually like I think Fast and the Furious has been so played out that it's like it's almost like satire in itself each additional one that they do. Yeah. And it's I, the I, same thing every it's the same thing every time. Yeah. I feel like this one is actually I feel like these are are I don't know, I think they're like each one is like almost better than the last. Like just really good spy movies. Um I think I do like they, the one with they Henry, have Henry Cavill better. a little bit more than this one, but this one was really good too. Yeah. Well, I just think the technology has gotten even better too. Yeah. You know, in 1996, in the original one, they didn't have, you know, drones where he could jump off cliffs and they could get all these different amazing shots and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but cool. All right. Well, let's get into the spoiler portion. Spoilers. Let's do it. Uh, go ahead for cinematography. I, I gave it a nine. You gave it a eight. Yeah, eight. I thought it was really cool. Um. 
I mean, that train scene when that train crashed, that was like really, that was really awesome. Uh, yeah. I really liked the sandstorm scene. The sandstorm. Oh, when they're at the beginning and they're fighting in like. Yeah, uh, at the beginning they're fighting when he was riding the horse into the sandstorm and those guys were chasing him. And then he went into those buildings and was clearing all these buildings with all these guys in the sandstorm you couldn't see. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, uh, I mean, it was a cool scene. Uh, I thought the train scene was like visually stunning. Uh, yeah, I like the air the, the whole airport scene where they were in the airport and they're trying to get the key and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was kind of dragged on a little bit. Um, I, I didn't. I, I didn't feel like that was very yeah. visually stunning. And then the whole, the whole car chase thing. I thought it was funny. It was lighthearted. Uh, that whole dynamic that they had with the car chase scene, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the little yellow car. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like visually stunning. And then, uh, you know, when they're. I thought the. I thought the his motorcycle jump off the cliff. I mean, I thought that was like brilliantly filmed. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, I actually thought it would be cooler. To be honest with you. Because uh, of all the hype that I've seen around it, uh, but it was—I mean, it was—I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, I mean, you couldn't even really tell it was him. I mean, he could have had a stunt double do it, but he, he decided to do it himself. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, just knowing that he did it himself, and I think he had to take—he, I think he did a couple takes too of yeah. it. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a cool scene. Uh, I kind of was thinking that it would have been a little bit. I mean, it's—it wasn't as cool as like. Him climbing like the Birch Khalifa, I think that was a way cooler scene. Uh, this one, I don't know. I wasn't as impressed with this one, uh, which is the with just the base jumping. Uh, okay, but yes, but I just thought overall it was good, so I gave it an eight. But let's talk about plot and storyline. This is the one where you give it the least ranking. Uh, so I said the I gave it a six. And I said the plot was a little bit hard to follow at some points. Um, I mean, everything kind of is like we're in the AI hype right now, so it's kind of fitting, obviously. But what it seemed like to me is like basically the same plot as like, do you remember the TV show Person of Interest? I think so, yeah. So basically, it's like this guy invented this supercomputer, this AI that became kind of sentient, and it would almost like predict the future and it could do anything and it could, you know, follow somebody's bank accounts and it could, you know, scan the world and facial recognition, all sort of kind of stuff. It was basically the same exact story. Hmm. Um, except for it was being relative. It, it, it was doing good things and not bad things. Yeah. Um, another part is the, uh, that Gabriel guy that they kind of brought him back. Yeah his role was kind of weird because how he was acting was like, he was kind of, it seemed like his, he was being controlled by the AI. Yeah. But then it was like, I mean, the AI can't control your mind. And then he was like in that box on the train and he had that, that mask thing with like lights and sounds on his face. Like, yeah, it was like, I think that was like how they smuggled him onto the train. Well, yeah, but it was like, he was being like, reprogrammed or something like in the box it wasn't just like a normal box it, they didn't really explain that at all it was or like, why he needed to be smuggled in like that yeah yeah because he he's like so, a ghost anyway yeah so 
and they never really explained. I mean, they explained how yeah, the the machine or the the sentient whatever they called it was erasing his past and stuff, but they never really talked about like how he got hooked up with that thing or you know how he got recruited or you know it was just I don't know. I wish or, what, I would, or what's what's in it for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in it for him? Just to like mix things up and kill people? I mean, does he want? What does he want? Revenge? Money? I mean, we never we never really understood anything about what he wanted or who or the asian chick either yeah it was the asian chick was just another person that was recruited i felt like that was a kind of a dumb storyline on like a side storyline yeah well i think that that there was like that's how it i mean i feel like that whole storyline it was like they were trying to show heart and how he didn't kill her and he spared her he killed everybody else uh but he spared her and then like she showed him mercy later so i do like that aspect of it a little bit how like, yeah, he, and he it came back de- around when she she yeah. she mentioned the submarine at the end. Yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't get that. I mean, I was like, what is this guy like? A he was almost like a pawn for the AI, but yeah. then like, what's his motive? Yeah, what's his motive? I thought it was interesting, or he was like, you know, what what they were in a certain situation. He's like, uh, let it be. It, it is written, and then some guy who, who was it again? The guy's like. Let that be written, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Let that re- be written. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. One of the last things for me is that I, I I like the actress that played Grace. I mean, she she did a good job, but I mean, the whole time she was just running away from from Ethan Hunt. Yeah, and it's true. It's just like if she would have just stayed by his side, then people wouldn't have died. You know, they wouldn't have lost the key so many times. It would, I mean, it's just like this whole thing. It's just like, oh, my gosh, lady, you're not every single thing you do is a screw up. Stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, somebody is trying to kill you. So why not stay with the person that wants to help you and save your life? And I thought at the very end, you know, they like added her into the spy team and invited her into the IMF. And it's just like, yeah, all she all she is is a thief. She's like a pickpocket. I mean, she's not even that good at fighting at all. What does she <laughs> yeah. do? I mean, her whole membership in the team is just going to be to pickpocket people. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I didn't I, I don't know why. What would make her a reliable team member? I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like. The whole thing with her is like I felt like they were showing more heart in the movie because he was so patient with her this whole time and he was trying to protect her. But like and he was like, you're part of the team. I, I'd give my life before you. And then I'm like, what? You'd give your life before her, but you don't even know her. She hasn't been a part of your team. And then like when the moment comes and, where and he, she's been and she's been screwing you over left and right. Yeah. And then when the moment comes where he actually can give his life for, for her, like when they're on that train. And he chooses to like take the parachute for himself. He doesn't. You know what I mean? Well, he knew that she was. Gonna, I mean, that was all part of the plan, though. He knew that she was going to get maybe arrested, but then asked to join the team, so she would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I mean, the, the plot and the story. I, I think that, like you said, it, this story has been told before. Like, ooh, the big bad artificial intelligence. Uh, I mean, this is like Skynet going live. You know. Uh, yeah, and I thought it was kind of one of the things I thought was dumb in the movie when like when he goes into that room, he explodes those those green, um, you know, gases Gas bombs that immediately knock everybody out, and then not two seconds later, he like takes his mask off and he's like, oh, and they're talking, 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah there's, there's like still gas <laughs> around his face. Yeah. It's like powerful enough to knock everybody out in less than one second, but yet it dissipates within like 10 seconds so that he can take off his mask and talk. So I thought that was kind of like, they did that twice in the movie. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the AI thing, I, it, it's kind of like cheesy that, oh, this AI source code is at the is. I thought it was cool at the beginning when that submarine they were doing that. Like it, the computer made the submarine think that something was there and it wasn't. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, was I like, thought that, that was cool. I was like, dude, that's like next level warfare. Uh, yeah. But the 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 idea that this thing's source code is in this submarine and then it has to be unplugged there, but yet it's all the way in the cloud and everywhere, and it's like, okay, why can't I just download the source code somewhere else in like a million different places, you know? Yeah, and did it not download itself somewhere else in some other hard drive somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody who knows... And, anything, and, why, do, and why do you need a key? Why can't you just blow it to smithereens? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like... um it's like Voldemort, you know, from Harry Potter. He's got his Horcruxes, which are yeah. like little pieces of himself that he's scattered all around. And unless all of them get destroyed, he can't be destroyed. I mean, it's like an AI. AI would basically download himself into every single person's computer around the world, and then he would never die unless the entire system gets pulled. Yeah. So I was like, eh, that's a little shaky. Yeah. So it was good. It was a good. It was it was a good watch, but a uh, little little, I guess left a little wanting on the plot but yeah. uh so for actors and actor uh um i in acting i gave it an eight i thought it was all pretty good it was all super professional i think the actors were good i mean tom cruise for 61 years old dude he's moving and grooving oh yeah man he must have that adrenal chrome on tap yeah <laughs> seriously something man he's he's looking good too yeah but I think that I did, I also gave it an eight. I think that uh, overall, the, I was hoping for more out of that one actress. Uh, her name was Rebecca Ferguson. She's Lisa Faust. She's the one that dies, right? Mm. I was hoping for. I I liked her. I I, I liked her in, in the previous two, uh, and I thought she was really good. Uh, cool member of the team. Uh, she had a very, she had a very, it was like, a, well, it wasn't a small role, but she didn't even say probably 10, 10 words the whole movie. Yeah, it was very minimous. Uh, and then when it basically came around, it, she just got killed. And then it was just like, she was just dead. And I was like, oh man. Uh, and the new girl, I mean, they're both stunning women, but it was like, we, we, we lost someone who was actually like an agent, special agent who's experienced, who knew what they were doing. We traded it for this girl who knows how to pickpocket, but literally nothing else. <laughs> um, so I was, maybe, maybe uh, talk, maybe talk her way out of a situation. Yeah, I mean, she was cute. Uh, I thought like some of the way that I thought that like it was almost like he was having to take care of her the whole movie. You yeah. know, like when they're in the train and he's like, "You gotta let go, you gotta let go," and she's like, "No," and he's like, I got, "I'll save you. You gotta trust me, but you gotta let go." You know, and she was kept holding on to him, and that was. I mean, it was kind of endearing how he was like taking care of her, but it was kind of just like, okay, dude, this this woman seems like more of a drag than she is a this is you a, want, an asset. You want to really you want to really rely on this lady with your life, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, agenda, I said neither left nor right. I think the main theme was just like major government corruption and just a, a seeking and a drive just to gain the most power that you could possibly gain. And that's kind of the, the agenda that I felt most likely. I mean, it's true, though. All right. The government would yeah. try to gain as most power as it could. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting, too, that, that in the end it was kind of like, oh, we don't we just want to make an alliance with you. It was like they almost just recognized that this is the future. We want to ally with you. Yeah. In the in the future. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Interesting how they're, they're like <laughs> they were like writing all their stuff down on like paper again, you know, all their files. Yeah, that was crazy. They had like hundreds of people typewriting out all the stuff from online and, and digital stuff. I mean, I think it was kind of stupid that they they were typing it out on typewriters when like literally you could get a computer just not hook it up to the internet and then it would be off the it would be off the grid, so to say, you know? <laughs> well, the thing is, why were they just printing it out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, they're copying word for word stuff from the internet anyway. Why don't you just print it out? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, it, was, it was a cool looking scene, but in, in the practicum, uh, it didn't really land very well. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. I didn't feel like there was any agenda agenda per se. Uh, it was just, I think, it's just good old fashioned fun. Uh, Agreed. So uh, the creed building, though, I did give this one eight out of ten. I feel like there was a lot more in this one about like family, if if you will. Um, <laughs> the Vin Diesel family. Yeah. So like you got the one uh, Benji guy where he's like, it's like, what do you value most uh, in your life? And he's like. <sighs> My friends. I thought that was kind of cheesy a little bit because he was like, oh, man, like, I have to say my friends. You guys got me. But it's like, dude, you literally have nobody else in your life. So why is that like yeah. a, a thing, you yeah. know? Well, and they were all kind of orphaned or maybe not orphaned, but they didn't have anybody else. It was just them. Yeah. And so it was. That's. What, I mean, I gave it a six because I think there was. it was kind of this feeling of <laughs> loyalty and friendship and supporting each other. And so yeah. that, that's why I gave it. I, I thought it was it was wholesome for sure. I thought it was cool how he like kind of took care of uh, the one lady who was trying to get away from him the whole time and yeah. how it was like this loyalty within the group. Uh, and then, you know, how also I thought it was kind of cool how that, even though the, the storyline was a little bit dumb about the Asian girl who he spares and then she comes back and she kind of saves him. Uh, I guess that's, that's kind of a good thing, a good lesson there that, uh, you know, karma can come back around. Uh, if if you could do good, then those, those deeds will come back around. So, uh, yeah. Well, in that one, like uh government guy that was trying to catch him the whole time. Yeah. Whenever they were in the train at the very end and he took the gun from him and there was, the train was going and there was like a big hanging thing and, yeah. and Tom Cruise like pushed him down so that he wouldn't get hit by that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like watching out for him, right? Because he, yeah, he yeah. gave him the gun back and stuff. And those guys were that part of the story was kind of stupid. I thought it was like their only purpose was just to like add tension to the yeah. to the scene. But they're like well, the, they're idiots. And the people that the person that sent them to get Ethan a hunt was the same person that sent Ethan Hunt out there to go get the stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if he's just trying to cover his well, own well, blood. Or, or but what? Ethan Ethan said, oh, I'm going to destroy it. I'm not going to bring it in. And he was like, oh, uh, well, I guess, I guess that's true. Then you're persona non grata now, and I'm going to get you. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, but yeah, I thought those guys were kind of like, I mean, it, it, I guess the airport scene and some of the others wouldn't have been as intense if they didn't. he didn't have these other guys running after him or something like that, you know? Yeah, agreed. So I guess that was that. Uh, and then, so yeah, overall score, 7.8 out of 10. Yeah, 7.25. Uh, I thought this was a good one. I mean, this was one to see in a theater. I enjoyed it in a the theater. Awesome. I agree. It's a, it's a good movie theater movie. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, so I think this is a, a good a good creed builder, I guess you could say. It's a good action packed movie to go see with your couple buddies or or with your spouse. So go check it out. Yeah, sounds good. All right, well for those listeners out there, thanks for listening, and let's build that creed together. All right, let's do it.